Views and opinions of shows on KCNR are those of the hosts, guests, and callers only, and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of KCNR Radio. Kind of short and kind of square, through the foam in his mustache, his voice fills the air. Talking about a state of mind, son. Talking about the state of Jefferson. It's a wave on a dusty road. It's a logger's heavy load. It's a cattle on the hill. It's a range full of thrills. It's a way of life. Settles in your soul. Settles in your soul. Does. Yep. Are we bright eyed and bushy tailed? You're both. <laughs> well, I'm bright eyed. That's for sure, because I'm happy to have Ashley back. Ashley, hi. Hi. She's Welcome back. back. She's Welcome back. Uh, yes, yes. And I'm caffeinated, so that's as close as Ashley's going to get to <laughs> bright eyed and bushy tailed today. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we've got a bit of a heat wave here in the studio. I guess this side of the block, the, all the uh, air conditioning. The whole out. row, yeah. The whole row. That's my understanding, anyway. Oh, boy. The I'll tell you, building so. doesn't have backups for ACs for some reason. Yeah, and there are apartments upstairs. Oh, so oh my gosh. It should be interesting. Yeah. And apparently it's been out for a couple of days. I just got back into the county um, 2 o'clock this morning. So this is information I'm hearing secondhand right now. Wow. But exciting stuff. Yeah. Nice and toasty. Never, never quite a reading summer without someone's AC going out, and I guess we get a double dose this year. There yeah, it's go. funny because we hear a lot of AC commercials on the <laughs> Yeah. It's like every other commercial. AC. Where are those guys? Uh, Alliance has been great for, yeah, yeah. I know, the they other issues Carl's been having at his house, but the people who own this building, I guess, they have to go through certain people in order for insurance to cover it in jazz hands. So. Yeah, yep, yep. Got to play nice. Oi. Yep, yep, yep. Oi. It's all right. At least we're in here this morning before, we are. before this afternoon when it... Turns into a sweat box. <laughs> well, you're listening to Jefferson State of Mind. I'm here with my co-host, Wynn Carpenter. How are you, brother? I'm doing well. And we are broadcasting live from KCNR, 96.5 FM, 1460 AM, your talk radio. If you have any questions about anything or any comments that you want to um, share. Don't call. Yes, please call. (laughs) Sarcasm there for those that didn't get it. Sorry. It's fitting because you have a Mickey Mouse shirt on. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Anyway, Monday, August the 26th, uh, we are going to be having a rally. There will be a rally down at the corner of Cypress and Hilltop between 1130 and 1230. Here in Reading? Here in Reading. All right. At 1130, between 1130 and 1230 in Cypress and Hilltop, there will be a Patrick Jones rally. We'll be out there for an hour. People will be waving flags, holding Patrick Henry Jones signs and uh, um, wishing him well. And uh, uh, hopefully the election uh, turns out in in, uh, in a favor of, uh, of somebody who really is a constitutionalist and a fiscal conservative. Uh, that uh, Monday night at the Reading Patriots meeting at uh, 2570 South Bonneview Road at the church that shall remain nameless, the Reading Patriots are having Michael D'Aquisto and Aaron Resner, two folks from city council. Now, this is important um, because these particular folks will most likely be discussing the things you want to discuss, that is the Wind River 
uh, casino being moved to near the freeway and also Costco. Uh, Tuesday, there is the Walk for Liberty. It's, it's going to start at uh, 1 o'clock in Sacramento. Uh, these gentlemen have uh, walked through several counties. Uh, they started, what, about a week and a half ago? Yes. Yeah, and uh, they've walked through several counties. Uh, they are going to be uh, uh, culminating all of this uh, at a rally. This is for the folks who have been, well, they've been, I don't know, lack of a better term, I guess I can say screwed on the radio. Yeah, <laughs> actually, so they've been screwed. Yep, yep. Uh, the miners, the people who want to do off-roads, they've closed our roads. Uh, you know, uh, it's just been a horrible thing, all the hoops that the miners have had to jump through just to have their rights. Well, they've had their rights taken, so they've been screwed. <clears throat> Welcome to California. <laughs> On August the 29th through September the 2nd is the Intermountain Fair. Now, I want to encourage people to go to the Intermountain Fair. It is an absolutely wonderful fair. I believe it's the best fair in Northern California. It's beautiful up there. You're up in, the, in, in, in God's country. It's so beautiful. The food is really good. Northeastern Chester County. Town Northeastern of, Chester town County. Town of MacArthur. Oh, Town of MacArthur. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm just making sure people know where it is I know, for those I know. that don't know. And you can't mistake in MacArthur with Fall River. You no. just can't do that. Four miles beyond. It is. It's four miles to the east. To the east. Yes. Same little valley, though. Yes, and we will have a Jefferson booth there, and we will be in the first building on the west wall. Yep. Okay. And uh, We'll we'll probably have a hat or a flag on display. Yeah, our congressman, Doug (laughs) Lamalfa, wore a hat uh, all the way through the the event last year, a Jefferson hat. Yep. It was very good. Um, You know, we had a bet on a hot dog, which I won, Doug. I won that bet. Yes, you can say you won it. I won it. We know about politicians, buddy. I know I won that bet. I found the biggest, cheapest corn dog there. Yeah, cost you a hat, didn't it, buddy? <laughs> anyway, our congressman was there. It was a the whole thing was a, a really a wonderful event. Um, now the other thing I want to bring up is our Second Amendment rally, which we have on Friday, September the sixth. There's been a time change in that uh, we will be um, culminating around 11 a.m. There will be people there at 9 a.m. There will be a sound system. Sam Paredes of Gun Owners of California has agreed uh, to speak, uh, someone who's very, very, very upset about these about all these additional qualifications for CCWs, which we now know is not a uh, right. It's just a privilege, including our sheriff, who made the CCW um, qualifications more difficult. Uh, we've heard uh, Sam was telling me that I guess in some areas you have to be able to hit a target kneeling down at 50 feet away. Um, you know, I mean, they're just trying to do anything they can to make it harder and harder for us to protect ourselves, and um, it does give them control. When they take the guns, they take your freedom, period. The second protects the rest. So this is going to be at the Robert Matsui Courthouse at 501 I Street in Sacramento. Uh, try to be there by 11 o'clock. If you're there at 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock, there will be people there. There will be speakers there. But 11 a.m. is the time we want to get uh, the majority of people there. The other thing that we want to uh, mention about that particular day is that uh, uh, people need to come there and wear their holsters. Wear your holster. Open carry a pocket constitution in your holster. That's the statement. Wear the the holster out with a pocket constitution in it. Um, And also, the other thing I wanted to bring up is that the bus that was leaving Reading is full. Yay, it's full. (laughs) Uh, they are going to be gathering and loading in Redding at the former uh, the former Kmart parking lot between 7 and 7.15. It will depart Redding, the bus will, at 7.30. At 8.05, it will arrive, arrive at Red Bluff, in Red Bluff, I'm sorry, at the tractor supply on 249 South Main Street. We will depart Red Bluff at 
We will arrive in Corning at Love's Travel Shop, 2120 South Avenue. Uh, that's Travel Shop is also, there's a Denny's in there and all that good stuff. We'll arrive there at 840. We will depart at 845. 940, we'll arrive in Williams at Love's Travel Stop. Um, and that's at 100 Mar- Marquette. Marguerite. Marguerite. I should know that. Yeah. Yeah. Just put an A on there. I should know it. Um, Marguerite Street. And that will arrive at 940 and depart at 955. We should arrive at the Robert Matsui Courthouse at 1105. Um, the departure after the court case, uh, we will probably stop and eat somewhere. We're probably going to depart around 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock, depending on the way things look. Um you know, you want to make sure that you bring something to eat on the way down. You want to bring water. You want to bring water. And did I say water? Bring water. Bring water. Folding chairs, flags, American, Jefferson, Betsy Ross. Yeah, wear your Jefferson gear. If you got it, wear your Jefferson gear. Wear comfortable shoes. No cruel shoes. Comfortable shoes. Uh, and comfortable clothing. Um, it'll be warm. Probably not as warm as it's going to be this upcoming week. I guess it's going to be like 107 on Tuesday. Anyway, uh, that I think covers just about everything. I think I have. If I haven't, I know my wife will get on, uh, get on the, uh, chat room and remind us if there's anything else. Um, we have Mark Baird on the line and, uh, we are gonna go off to a break early so we can, right now, so we can go ahead and bring Mark on because we're gonna talk about the court case. The CFR court case. Well, before we get there, too, let's just do a quick reminder. I know it's almost 10 days out or two weeks out, but we want to remind people about the event in Red Bluff. Just a, a quick reminder. Oh, yeah. On September 7th, they're going to be having a town hall, a Tatum County um, State of Jefferson Town Hall in Red Bluff's Memorial Hall, 735 Oak Street at, from 3 to 6 p.m., and that's on September 7th. Yes, so sir. I just want to just kind of throw that out there right now. That's good. We'll throw it out again later. Yes. Because... We will not be here next Sunday. Right. So I just want to make sure it got covered. That's well, it. And we'll cover it again, brother. Yes. And we'll make sure to cover it for us next week. We'll do it. All right. Okay, well, what's come? 50. Street lights along the was never just one state. 1850 to forming instead of the large east coast towers end of the state. California, two large communities are being populated. State of Jefferson's visit 851. Shelley's classic comes at story. Riverfront written by Mary by Matt Zipper.net. Or at Enjoy Reading. Show 30 Sunday, Matt first through October. Unlike in the Riverfront State yeah. Electrical has been 90. California, Oregon, Nevada. Northing is a May construct with same day to northbound. A local sailor on cross 22150. The senior nutrition and free meal elders and the cultural action. Elders and will deliver a series available to elders at ready. This will be. State of Jefferson. Almost. That's fair. Are you there, sir? So far. You turn him. Okay. Speak up, buddy. Kind of the air conditioning going, oh, it's hot. Much better. Uh, talk about this yesterday. I'm sure that people, unfew that's been asked of me, uh, a very brief court and state court, diction it is, things, if you please, co seven four five six seven. So, Mark, uh, us off as far as uh, giving and excess of that. Some people may not be six weeks a week. We started a county court and intent to win a dues and a vote. Got those declarations but with some vote of the board um, some with pop with sense. So the results declaration and recorded California state each and every 
Uh, we then uh, declared California and Assembly Legislative Council. Now, what those two was to each one of those declarations so that they can to the demand who, who, who right to petite it. Well, and for a personal, not just wanted, wanted it or was, was being given what if. Exercise branches of grievance. Legislature, third of the land for you. Just reject, not even out of, don't care what the appointment uh, that was calendar of pay that the exact know what we wanted. The appointed time and um, Calderon governor's office inside knew we were coming, expecting us. He comes in and out of oil is down. In the end, he comes very in, but he says, the governor have time because, and this doing, and just the 200 in the building with me, they directed us around the corner to a closet they call the mail room, and we put our folder what looked like a waste bag, supposedly then that paperwork would be picked up and given to the governor, and he would supposedly do something with it. Well, we don't know if the governor ever even saw the paperwork because we got absolutely no response out of the governor's office, which also demonstrates the fact that we have no representation. Um, and Governor Brown was very famous for hating people and counties where he didn't win by a majority in the election and would do nothing for those counties because he wanted to punish us for voting differently. So then we uh, go to the third branch of government, the judicial, and we're and that is the only avenue left to us that's legal, moral, and ethical and doesn't involve self-help, if you know what I mean. So we filed a case in court. Now, why didn't we go to state court? Well, first of all, you'd have to be a fool to sue the state of California in, in state court because Edmund uh, uh, Edward Koch said in, in the 1700s, or maybe even earlier, I can't remember now, he said all courts are corrupt because the judge knows who pays them. And so to sue someone in, in California court over a fault of the California government would absolutely be a, an exercise in folly because you're never going to win in state court when you sue the state of California. The fix is in. The system is rigged. Our state is run by a felon. It was run by a former felon before him. Um, I can prove he's a felon if, if we get to that. Um, and most of the legislators are felons, like Leland Yee, who enacted an assault weapons ban and then afterwards went to uh, federal prison for selling machine guns to the Chinese gangs in San Francisco. Most of the people in that building are felons or liars or cheats of some kind or another, which also demonstrates that we have no representation. So we sued in federal court, and we had a very specific plan for doing it that way. There, there's a Supreme Court called Shapiro v. McManus, and there's also a federal title, uh, Title uh, 28, Section, uh, excuse me, yeah, Title 28, Section 2284. And that is, and those two, uh, that court case in this uh, federal code of regulation states uh, unequivocally that uh, any, any action that is dilution of vote or lack of representation or denial of vote, even at the trial court level, is supposed to be uh, heard by a three-judge panel, even Mark. a trial court, not appellate court. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the thing is, too, folks, and what Mark's talking about with Title 28, that's the United States Code. And right. what he's, what he's, and that's why people have mentioned, well, gee, you know, isn't this the jurisdiction of the state? No, it's not. And that's what Mark's explaining right now. Go ahead, brother. Right. So Title 28, Section 13, or Section 2284, says that any lack of representation or dilution of vote 
the trial judge, the federal trial judge, is supposed to has one duty and one responsibility. It is not to determine whether the case has merit, and that's specifically mentioned by the Supreme Court in, in Shapiro v. McManus. The trial court judge is supposed to, as a duty and a responsibility, ask the chief magistrate for that circuit to constitute a three-judge panel. One of the judges would be the trial court judge. Two other judges would be appointed by the chief magistrate because no single judge can be trusted to hear a case regarding the vote of the people. It's too important. There's too much uh, opportunity for corruption and, and deceit. So we uh, we did that. Now, also, 2284, Section 2284 says this very important thing, and this was the big reason why we filed in federal court. The result of any case, any case. Now, in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, all cases are heard by three-judge panels. That's the way the Circuit Court of Appeals works. But trial judges in the federal, uh, in California for the Eastern District, it's usually a single judge. However... In cases that involve three judges, the results of any outcome from a three-judge court, primary jurisdiction for the appeal is the United States Supreme Court, and there is no cert process. They have to take the case. That's why we did this, because if the federal court had done its job and appointed a three-judge panel, and I'll get back to that in one second, then we would have gone because we did not expect justice in the trial court. We expected to lose. That's just the way this is going to go because the federal court for the Eastern District in California is largely staffed by Democratic political operatives. So we did not expect justice there. But what we did expect was for our case to end up in the United States Supreme Court, which we would have hope and prayer would be the least corrupt court in the country. So we're, we were looking for a pathway to find a court that, that that wasn't corrupt, and that's why we chose this plan. And the plan was very specific, and in fact it was working, because Judge Mueller originally asked the chief magistrate for a three-judge court. And then a week later, when after the state whined, because they didn't want her to ask for a three-judge court, now can you imagine that? You're suing someone. And the judge is kind of friendly to the other side because, after all, Judge Mueller was a Sacramento City Councilwoman. She was a personal friend of the ex-Senate pro tem for the state of California. Oh, let's see, her ranch is almost next door to Jerry Brown's ranch out there in Stony Ford. So, shall we say, Judge Mueller is acquainted with all the players and she's friendly with them on the other side. Well, after a week, when the state whined, oh, no, don't appoint three-judge court, because this could go to the Supreme Court that way, she changed her mind, and she rescinded the order for the three-judge court. Now, that's unparalleled in the history of the United States jurisprudence. Never has a judge asked for a three-judge court and then wanted a do-over a week later. That is unparalleled, unprecedented, and it's unconstitutional, and it's also criminal, in my opinion, because she claims that she asked the Ninth Circuit for guidance and then acted on that guidance. Well, I want to come back to that after the break because we've got a hard break coming up at 9.30, but uh, what Mark's saying, uh, our attorney mentioned in in court, uh, in open court, it's on on the record, and that is, uh, uh, Judge Mueller, you had given us a three-judge court, and then um, a few days later you rescinded that. 
you know, you'd asked for one, and then you rescinded that uh, request. And he said, and this is the important thing, folks, is that we can't find that anywhere on the record. In other words, they can't find a judge that asked for a three-judge court that ever went back a week later and rescinded that request. It's not in the record. It hasn't been done before. So we must be barking up the right tree here. Anyway, so with that, Mark, if you could hold on through the break, I know you will, brother, and uh, time has come. For 51. She's in my skin and bones. She's grace and glory. She's back roads home. She's a long story. Yeah, the one goodbye that I can't even imagine. She's a well-thought-out plan and I don't know how it happened. She's in my skin and bones. She's in my skin and bones. Now life is just no. When I turned 18, I couldn't wait to vote. After all, voting is a privilege for all Americans, right? Then I did the math. Did you know that the northern third of California only has three out of 80 seats in the Assembly and three out of 40 seats in the Senate? Northern California has no representation, and my vote doesn't count. Splitting from California and forming the state of Jefferson is the only remedy. Please visit SOJ51.net for more information. Please donate now to help restore representation. The average adult has issued 32 troopers that with proper care and just a little discipline should serve you well during your entire tour of duty on this planet. They're called your teeth. But when your platoon gets out of line, holes in the formation, or other problems, you need to call in an expert like General, uh, Dr. William Farrell. With decades of experience keeping those troops in line and executing their assigned duties properly and dependably. If you'd rather not be there while he reestablishes order amongst the troops, Dr. Farrell offers sedation dentistry. He and his highly trained staff will whip your troops into shape without any discomfort. And having served himself in both the Navy and the Marine Corps, Dr. Farrell offers special consideration to veterans. Let him take the best care of your platoon of teeth, and they will serve you always. Call 547-5757 or visit palosidrodentistry.com. At ease. And for a limited time, Dr. Farrell is offering x-ray, exam, and cleaning for just $175. Call 547-5757 to schedule your visit. A jewel of the North State, a place we love to go and love being members. The view, the best in the North State, from the restaurants, meeting rooms, and, of course, on the award-winning 18-hole golf course, Riverview Golf and Country Club. It's the place to belong. Go in and meet the friendly staff today or go to their website at riverviewgolf.net and find out about their introductory memberships. Riverview Golf and Country Club, corporate, social, tennis, fitness, and golf. Get it all. Become a member. It's affordable and fun. Riverview Golf and Country Club. Do you want in a Jefferson state of mind? And it's very clear anything that we hold dear will never see the light of day with California run this way. The time has come for 51. Amen. 51. 51 and done, right? Yep. Okay. Or if it, others want to do the same thing, they may. But or 51. Or 52. Whoop de doo. 53. Yes, sir. <laughs> no problem. 54. <laughs> guess there's more. Yep, yep, yep. So Oops. we're back at it. Mark, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. All right. How about we uh, pick up where you left off and we can keep on going here? 
Well, Judge Mueller admitted to asking a court that had not been briefed on the case, had not seen the documents, had not been in an oral arguments, knew nothing about the case, uh, uh, I'm postulating. And then that court that had not been briefed on the case gave her advice, and she acted on that advice. So she literally asked someone who didn't know anything about the case what she should do, having heard the case, and then acted on that information. We believe that that action alone is a reversible judgment uh, in the Ninth Circuit Court. Now, uh, what the state is saying is, well, you don't have any standing because um, because uh, everybody in California is equally harmed by the fact that you don't have any representation, and therefore there's nothing the court can do about it. And then the justicability argument is, and this is the way that courts take your liberty from you every day all over the nation. Well, yeah, you're right about everything you say, because, you see, the state does not argue with our allegation. They have never once said that we have enough representation. They've never argued that our vote is not being diluted. They've never said that. They simply say, since everybody in California is equally hosed by this, there's nothing the court will do about it. And the second argument they have is justicability, which is to say, yeah, it's all true, but we don't know what we could do to fix it, so we're not going to try. Well, both of those arguments don't hold water. Uh, under Shapiro v. McManus and, and uh, Citizens United versus House of Representatives and on blah, 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 because in, in uh, Citizens United v. House of Representatives, it says, you, in other words, that's not a collective you, that's not the people you, that's you, you, have a material interest to maintain the value of your vote. And what we're alleging is, in 1872 through 79, the California legislature capped its own number at 80 assembly and 40 senators in order to prevent certain groups of people from gaining access to political power. Now, in 1872 through 9, it was Chinese, Mexicans, and blacks. Now it's now it's you. I mean, those pendulums of discrimination swing. You know, at one point in time, it's this group of people. Later on, it's another group of people. Well, today it's you. And literally, no one in California has access to their representative unless you have a ton of money or you represent a big corporation. We actually had a, a California state senator look at one of our people right in the eye and say, I don't have face-to-face meetings with my constituents. Well, I'd love to see his calendar. I wonder how many lobbyists he has meetings with. I wonder how many fundraisers he has meetings with. But he doesn't have time to have a meeting with the person that elected him. And so what we're saying is at one million people per state senator and one-half million people per state assemblyman, it is an indefensible statement for the state of California to look at the people who formed this government to protect our liberty, we the people of the state of California, grateful to Almighty God for our freedom, to secure and perpetuate its blessings, we established this Constitution. We formed this government to protect our liberty. What we're saying in court is it is an indefensible statement for the government we formed to protect our liberty to turn to us and say it is no longer convenient for us to adequately represent you by increasing the number of representatives and lessening the size of the district. And the court says, well, there is no remedy because uh, we wouldn't know what to do. Well, that's easy. 
you can do what the founders of California put in, put in, put in. Well said in our court papers, we weren't focusing on that, but that, but look, that's the elephant in the room. Chief Justice Earl Warren, who never read the California Constitution once in his life, and I can prove that, he probably never read the United States Constitution, decided that states themselves do not enjoy the privilege of having the exact same model of government that the states created for the federal government. And he said because counties are simply political subdivisions of the state, so you don't deserve representation by county in one house of government and change the way 30 state legislatures elect state officers and re in, in a one fell swoop re-engineered the entire state electrical, electoral system for the United States of America. And here's Warren's problem. Counties in California are not political subdivisions of the state because Article 11, Section 1 of the California Constitution says counties are legal subdivisions of the state. In other words, they enjoy some sovereignty because they are legal entities unto themselves. And we do deserve representation by county the same way as the states themselves deserve representation by state. And that's and that's the argument we would have with, with Reynolds. But we, you know, look, this is so expensive. We're almost out of money now. Right. And we're trying to argue a fairly narrow question. The more overbroad you make these questions, the more expensive they are, the harder they are to, to uh, litigate, and the longer they take. And, and look, um, we're just a bunch of people. We're raising money essentially 10 bucks at a time. And so we had to pick our fights, and, and this was the one we picked. Well, we do need to raise different. some more money. And when you want to give that address of where folks can send money to, we, we need to raise money for this court case, folks. Yeah, we are definitely um, getting to the bottom of the barrel on the, on the treasure, so to speak. So we need to absolutely do that. Um, share this far and wide with everyone you know. Um, you can mail checks or money order or cash. All, all three are acceptable. And um, you can make it out, the checks and money orders out to SOJ Formation or just SOJ. They can all be mailed to P.O. Box 751, Palisadro, P-A-L-O-C-E-D-R-O, California, 96073. And also people are donating on um, uh, PayPal and GoFundMe as well. So if you don't want to do a mailing of any kind, um, you can do those two options as well. But keep in mind that we don't get all the money when you send it to uh, (laughs) uh, PayPal and um, GoFundMe. They take their cut out of it before we receive it. So just want to let you know that. But if that's your option, that's the way you want to do it, that's perfectly fine. We gladly receive what what you donate to us. Yeah, and um, when we get back to, I uh, want you to bring that up again, if you would, my friend. Bring that uh, address up again and all that good stuff so we repeat it again. But I want to talk about, um, you know, the situation we have as far as raising money and what the counties really need. You know, what we all need to start doing because, you know, if, if you believe in, if you believe in this and you believe that Jefferson is the answer, and I, we, we obviously believe that or we wouldn't have these declaration, declarations out there. I mean, we wouldn't be doing everything we're doing. We're doing. And all but the sacrifices. We need some help on this. We've been diverted into a million different areas. We, we need to do is focus, and we'll talk about the focus of that and a little more on the court case. If you have a question for Mark Baird, 605-4567, 605-4567, and time has come. For 51.
Did you know that Article 4, Section 3 of the U.S. Constitution lays out the framework for the state of Jefferson's plan to split California? A state can be formed from the land within another state if the state legislature and Congress approve it with a simple majority vote. 51% is all it takes. Your vote doesn't count in Northern California. California is broken and the time has come for 51. Please visit SOJ51.net and donate now to show your support. Purpose-driven banking. That's the vision behind the founding of Five Star Bank in 1999. Services inspired by partnership and defined by shared vision and goals. Five Star Bank, a champion of local economic development and community stewardship. Your success is their success. Now that's smart people doing good business. In a world that's both more connected and more isolated by high tech, Five Star Bank brings you a personal touch to small business banking, cash management, and online services. Five Star Bank, consistently rated among the very best by industry associations, rating agencies, and of course, customers and partners just like you. Your partner in success is Five Star Bank. FiveStarBank.com. Visit your local branch at 358 Hartnell and Redding. Progressive, professional, personal. That's Five Star Bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. We all had friends and family that were affected by the car fire. Most of the cleanup is done now. A lot of families are looking at rebuilding. If you relied on a well for your water system, it's important to assess the condition of your well and its capabilities to be able to meet the demands of new construction codes. I'm Ted Ogilvy with Diamond Core Drilling. We've been providing water well systems and pumps in Northern California since 1980. Let us help you with your rebuilding process. That's Diamond Core Drilling, 275-8162. So, yeah, Mark, um, you know, uh, this has been really helpful, I hope, for folks. Um, I'm going to make sure that Sally gets this out to people, uh, that we put this uh, program up. Um, there's, We need to stick with what we're doing here. And uh, a lot of people said, well, you know, you've been talking about an election, you know, and the election doesn't affect me up there that you have up there. Yes, well, it does. Well, Patrick Jones um, basically has agreed uh, to put in legislation for the state of Jefferson. Okay, number one. Number two, he's a fiscal conservative. Number three, he's a constitutionalist. Number number four, he's not afraid. And if you are on one side, if you're a Democrat, then you really don't care. But if you're a Republican, that means there'll be 19 of them, no matter who that other person is. So, yeah, if you're not in, in the counties that are represented by an assemblyman, he still affects you. They vote on a lot of different things. So they still affect you. It's like that's it's like saying, gee, you know, I'm not going to vote for a congressman or help a congressman in another area. How many of you people out there get the money from uh, for uh, requests from different congressmen, people that are running for Congress or running for Senate? They're coming for, um, fast and furious right now. Yeah, I mean, I I can see I I get a lot of them like from Utah and Arizona uh, senators. That and are your running. email, you get in and get, on your email. Yeah, I mean, come on, you know, let's let's start. Let's start thinking here, and and uh, we need to be to paying attention. The only way that representation gets solved, which is the number one issue in California, is for us to leave California. That's the only way it gets solved. The rest of the stuff is just, oh, well, maybe we'll put a Band-Aid on it or try something that, that uh, has no checks and balances. 
So, Mark, I want you to elaborate a little more um, um, on that and the understanding between what we're doing in Jefferson and the particularities of uh, of the court case and how that helps, helps us to achieve what we want. Well, as I've said from the very, very beginning, there is no judicial way that's constitutional to split a state. So this is an alternative path, That uh, this is an alternative method that we hope will lead to a path to statehood. Now, the election of Patrick Jones is, is a fantastic opportunity for us because here's a guy that's not afraid to put in our legislation. At that point, i got to tell you folks, the hard work would start because he can put in the bill, but it would be the weight of public opinion that would carry the bill and force the rest of those liars and thieves in Sacramento to uh, perhaps let us go in the, in the hopes that they're the worst pain in the rear end they have, the northern third of California, would stop being a pain because we'd be our own state. So once Patrick put in the legislation, it would be up to us to carry it and make it happen. He can, he can do what he can do. But let's face it, if a million of us stood up and started pounding on the tabletop, that, that would get it done. Yes, sir. So, so there are many roads that lead to the same destination, um, long, torturous ways, short ways, the easy way, so on. So if we have a legislator in the, in the state house that would do what his constituents are asking him to do, and then we have a court case that threatens to yank the rug out from under Sacramento because, look, here's our hope. Our hope is that we would create a situation in court, the United States Supreme Court agrees with us, because, look, this is a mathematical inquiry. What we're asking is, can one person adequately and fairly represent one million people? The answer is, that's obviously no. He doesn't care what you think. He doesn't care what you want. And you can't make him, because you don't have enough individual political power to worry that particular person once they get elected. And Brian Daly's a great example of that. He doesn't care what you think or what you want. He wants his wife in that chair so that a married couple will have total control over District 1 in California, both Assembly and Senate. That's horrifying to me. Yeah, you're right. At any rate, but nevertheless, let's get back to the issue. So, you know, the court can uh, kick the can down the road another 100 years. Can one man adequately represent 2 million 2,500,000, and let's also look at this. 23 counties in Northern California have eight or nine state representatives, depending upon how you count them, because some of them share counties that are not in Jefferson. And the rest of the state has 111. So one-third of California has less than 10% of the representation. And then a few counties from the Los Angeles County line and south to the Mexican border have over 51% of the representation in California. So here you have less than one-third of the state that has the majority of representation, and you have a third of the state that has less than 10% of the representation. So that's what we're saying. Now, you know, look down the road. Squint and look down the road 100 years or so. Can you imagine, because urban areas grow faster than rural areas, that's just the way it is. It isn't bad or good. It's just a numbers thing. So if you squint and look down the road, can you see that every time someone else gets a million people or half a million people, they're going to get a legislator because that's how the districts are drawn? Well, that legislator has to be taken from somewhere else, doesn't it? Because they're not increasing the number. 
So as the cities grow and gain more and more representation, and let's just use this illustration, uh, Jefferson has uh, one or two state senators, once again, depending upon how you count the boundaries, and Los Angeles County has 15. So what happens when Los Angeles County has 22 senators, which they will at some point because their population is growing faster than ours. So what happens when one county has the majority of representation in the state Senate and the rest of the counties, all 57 of them, have a minority of representation in the state of California? I mean, checks and balances were created for a reason. Uh, The federal model of government was so that smaller states would still have a voice in how the national government is run because they do have a vested interest in what happens. Look at the presidential election. What if three states could elect a president and the other 47 states had no say in it whatsoever? And that's the way this would go if they had a California type of legislature, what, what Earl Warren envisioned, where the Assembly and the Senate are simply rubber stamps for each other. So we're telling the court, you got us into this mess with Gray versus Sanders and Reynolds versus Sims and Baker versus Carr, you're the only ones that can get us out of it. You created this nightmare to start with. Now you need to undo it. And that's what we're saying in this case. And hopefully, if we get everything we want, and look, that's unlikely, but maybe we'll get a measure of what we want. If we could say that we demand a state senator for every 6,000 people so that each county would have one, and, and each county would have no less than one, by the way, and the state legislature, one for 2,500, like the founders of California imagined, the state of California would have 14,000 assemblymen and 7,000 senators. But it is indefensible for the state we created to turn to us and say it's not convenient to represent you anymore. But in a settlement, California might admit that there isn't a building big enough for that many assembly people. What can we do instead? And our answer is let our people go. You get your bought-and-paid-for liars, cheats, and thieves club to pass legislation separating the 23 counties of Northern California to form the 51st state, and we will drop this action and walk away. When do you want to give that address one more time where we can, uh, where people can donate to for the CFR case? Sure, but um, before I go there, I just wanted to make sure and um, point out, too, the more representation that we have, the less likelihood of the special interest groups being able to pay off the representatives. Is that correct, Mark? That's correct. Okay, so I just want people to understand that. So, so more representatives does not mean bigger government. It means that you're getting represented, and it means the people have the voice. The people will be it able to the dictate. Money. It sucks the money out of the politics. That's right. The, the elected would be more afraid of the people who elect them yes. than they would be of the people with the checkbooks because it would be easy to get rid of a bum and a crook with a much smaller district. That's right. We almost never lose an incumbent in California. 98% of the time, incumbents are reelected. Look at Brian Daly. Look at Jim Nielsen. Look at the rest of them. Yep. But in smaller states that have smaller districts, like New Hampshire and Vermont, they get rid of incumbents all the time because yep. it's cheap for the people to get together and exercise their will and vote the bum out. There you go. Okay, now to... Um to take on what Terry just asked me to do a moment ago, um, to share, if you will, um, contribute to the case, um, P.O. Box 751, Palisadro 96073. Now, too, if you want to make um, um, a, a 501c3 contribution, you can do that, but you make the checkout to PECAN, P-E-C-A-N. Again, P-E-C-A-N, 
And in the memo tab on your check, write um, SOJ, and we can um, we can clearly earmark it for that. And it's legal, proper, and it's the way we can do it. That's one way of doing it. But then you can also make out the checks to, um, on the other hand, just as a clear donation, um, SOJ formation or just SOJ. And again, it's P.O. Box 751, Palisadro, California, 96073. So, Mark, uh, you got about 30 seconds, brother. What you got? Well, look, it's, it's time, you know, stand up for what you believe in. That's all I can say. If you haven't voted, vote. Um, vote your conscience. Um, you know, if you want if you want business as usual, you know what to do. And if you want to try something different, then you know what to do. And on the 6th of September, uh, please show up to the courthouse. We could use all the support we can get. Amen, brother. And now, the time has come for 51. Definitely has. Sovereign Minds will have Patrick Jones on. Mark, you may want to call back in if you have the time to do it. Patrick Jones will be on, and uh, that's going to be an absolutely great uh, program. So with that, uh, stay tuned for Sovereign Minds. Listening to Patrick Jones.